Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Boom. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Lion's Den with Seth. How are you doing? How's your Sunday? If you're watching us right now, that means you are on this side of the dirt. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you happen to be here. My name is Seth. I want to make sure that you are getting the greatest, the most inspirational information to your tube, in your face, or in your ear. If you are digging this and have been digging this, make sure you are sharing this, y'all. Make sure you share this, share the wealth. Let us know where you're at, where you're watching from. We really, really appreciate that. What's going on? What's going on, Chief? How you feeling? What's going on? What's going on? And listen, y'all, if this is your first time on uh, The Den, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook so we can see your face, we can see your profile picture, and then when you give in comments, boop, it'll pop on up, all right? So, of course, could not do this by myself. It would not be right by just having one lion in the den. I got the rest of the crew in here. What's up, Herm? How you feeling, bro? What's going on, man? Hey, shout out to my boy, Tony. I just saw him comment. But, hey, man, everything is good. Everything hey, is good. hey, hey, Sarah. You say what now? I say everything is good, man. How you feeling? Man, it's, it's good, man. It's been a crazy week. You know what I'm saying? Um, we go go into, uh, uh, her, not Herm, but uh, uh, Will, right? Mm-hmm. Retirement and everything and gathered in for that, man. But uh, it's, it's been super dope. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just good, man. It's a good, good Sunday, man. Good Sunday. Everything good with you, though? Yeah, yeah. good, man. <clears throat> this weekend, sports, man. Got to see uh, Coach K's last game, UNC. Took him out, took them out, gave him a loss for his last home game, which was great. So, you know, uh, my wife's little cousin played for the team. So shout out for to Caleb Love and the rest of his basketball team. Good to oh, Okay. Okay, that's dope. But look, shout out to everybody. I see y'all chiming in. Let's get it. Y'all hit that share button, right? Stop acting funny. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, you know how we do. This is going to be a super duper show. What's going on, James? Mr. Reese, what's up? What's up? Sarah, Sarah, what's up? What's up? Everybody up in the building. Yo, Big Larry, what's popping, man? Hey, hey, what's happening, man? Another beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you enjoy yourself Friday, bro? I did, man. Got to see Big Will do his retirement and then go over to the VFW where you spending on the ones and twos. It felt like oh. old times, man, Pre, pre-COVID back you know, hey, we got no, 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 you met me at the at the BX, wasn't it? No, I, I met you first at the VFW. Yeah. Uh huh. I went, I went over there to make a request mm-hmm. while you were DJing, and you looked at me like I was the craziest dude on earth. Like, this DJ, no request over here, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, big wheel. What's popping, man? Yo, congrats, man. Congratulations. Appreciate it, my fellas. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah. How did you feel, man? Hey, I told you I was going to say this on on, on the for the world. Listen, this big so the ass dude was crazy. Look, all of this. All of that. Hey, hey, look, they could not give this dude enough peanuts. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, I'm speaking from the heart, man. We human, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Will, hey, 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 h
I say, real men crop. I said, but run up on me though. See, yeah, hey, <laughs> you know, hey, look, it's hard to say. You gonna, when cry, you gonna cry on them all the way home? He cried. <laughs> hey, how, how about this? As y'all watched that video, which I know y'all did, my wife. Hey, every time I watch, I'm in this thing. I'm, I'm still on. <laughs> yeah, so, hey, she, she, she did a good work. job, man. She did a, a really good Every, job. Yeah. Real good job. So, look, ladies and gentlemen, man, uh, y'all, again, welcome to the Lions Den. If y'all don't know this, this is the, um, the uh, Women's History Month. And what we like to do here on the Lions Den is showcase our lioness, right? The women in our lives, women that's getting it in in the community. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to give a small small shout out. You know, there's a lot of individuals in the back that uh, really support us. Okay, they support us from day one, or maybe day two, day three, right? They keep you know kids out the uh out the cameras and everything. They keep the dogs away. You know what I'm saying? Listen, hey, they holding it down. So I want to give a shout out to my wife doing this, keeping it up. And as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, for those that don't know, I'm gonna put her on blast. Y'all, she got a promotion at work. So you know what I'm talking about. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, you know what that means? Hey, check it out. <laughs> Look, the way gas set up, it's looking like a car note just by filling it up. So it's right on time. You feel what I'm saying? But listen, shout out to everybody, all the women that's out there getting it in, man, holding it down for us. And y'all know we ain't rap too tight, but at least we a little bit over there by the women that's in our lives and getting it in, man. So shout out to y'all queens out there. That's get it. But check it out. We could not get it and set it off right without giving homage to individuals that's getting it in, in the community. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to y'all Miss Yolanda uh, 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 Robinson, excuse me. So check it out. I'm going to give you a little background about her, right? So she's invested over 23 years of providing volunteering and training services to women and girls, right? So she has, she was the first African-American woman to present and teach her life skills in the Clayton Correctional Facility for Women Offenders. All right. And so it, it, it takes a lot to, to do that, to 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 do the things, uh, to do the hard work, y'all. So the den, everybody, welcome Miss Yolanda Robinson, y'all. Go, how you doing? How you doing? Welcome to the den. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I thank you all for having me. Thank you, Seth. I uh, wouldn't have met you if you hadn't have been at my conference mm-hmm. in uh, December. So that was awesome. And you, the, the, the brothers kind of warmed me up talking about uh, fried rice and tripe sandwiches because I didn't got hungry. I was going to put y'all on pause for a minute, go in the kitchen and start rattling some pots or something. Yo, listen, so I'm listening to everything. I'm like, okay, maybe they about to get a chance, you know, get to know her. Next thing I know, they talking about and all this. I'm like, Lord, listen, (laughs) you know, we got to know her for real, man. That's how we get to know her. She's from the loop, baby. And the first thing, what high school you go to? Yeah, you know what it is. You know what? I'm gonna tell y'all something, y'all. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all something. As long as I've been here almost 11 years, right? I go across the water. I try to connect with individuals. They looking at me crazy. The first thing come out their mouth: What high school you to? Like y'all from Detroit? Do it matter? But to them, it matters. So yeah, it's it's crazy. It is so crazy. (laughs) But anyway, y'all. So again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome her. Welcome her. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your story. 
Ooh, well, you know, I, I'm a I'm a behind the scene person, and and I I, I just kind of will keep it short and simple. Um, you know, almost 24 years ago, it was a spiritual calling uh, that came to me through multiple nights of trying to figure out what it was that um, I'm being assigned to do. And um, out of all of that came um, the nonprofit ministry to go out and help to inspire, motivate, and bring up uh, leaders of women um, in, in the community, in our city, and wherever else that I'm sent to do so. And um, as uh, Seth mentioned, I'm the first woman of color that ever taught life, life skills in the Clayton Correctional working with the uh, women offenders. And um, it was volunteer services and a, a, a tough job, really, really a, a tough job, but um, very much rewarding. And um, for about 15 to 18 years, that's what I did. You know, I, I hosted um, a lot of classes for the women coming out of prison, helping them to reacclimate. Uh, so, you know, most of the time was just totally about helping to rebuild their lives. Mm -hmm. I had uh, aftercare classes and uh, had an office over there in the hood on Dodier and uh, had a food pantry and clothing where they can dress for um, interviews or employment. And this went on for quite a few years. And um, I guess probably around the 20th year, God just elevated me and took me to another level um, to reach more women. What I started beginning to see was that there were women that worked in corporate who had the same issues and problems. The incarcerated women uh, that were um, that I was, you know, servicing and working with, they there was women who still had um, bad wrote bad checks. They were drug offenders. Um, you know stole money, was in abusive relationships. They had a lot of the same problems, but they had the money to hire good attorneys. And um, they didn't have to, they could bond themselves out of, you know, they knew the right people. So they were able to get around the things that a lot of the women that were in, in, in the Clayton Correction just couldn't, you know. Some of them women were in jail for their men. You know, they went on and carried the weight for their boyfriends and things of that nature. So um, when I started seeing that, I, I thought, well, I kind of like that th those group of women a lot because many of the women that were going through a lot of times weren't ready to be helped. You know, you see, help is only good if you want it. So they weren't really ready to be helped. And if you're not ready, you're spinning wheels. So, you know, I would be doing things and providing them their kids with Christmas gifts and kicking doors in to look for some of the women in my program uh, that were in drug houses and would go looking for them. And it, it, it became 
right a lot gotcha and so i just kind of decided that I, I i i you know i will help them when they would reach out to me they know people knew how to find me awesome. and so working awesome. with other women it was just a different caliber of people and I, I reach them through seminars conferences and forums nice nice it's amazing amazing um first and foremost thank you for um being the change that we all want to see and, and forgiving back but we know what you do now i want to more so go back to what influenced you from the beginning to have this type of passion and what types of people that you were surrounded by that poured into you to allow you to pour into so many others? I never had a mentor, which I wish I did. You know, when I hear some of the young ladies like um, Sharice Cooper and Valerie Davis, uh, Tabitha Jung, when I would have these ladies that have came to me, so would you, you know, take me under your wings and mentor me? And I accepted these women um, they became um, um, member volunteers in the organization. I didn't have a mentor, but I, my mother was a phenomenal woman and such a giver. She had such a big heart. This woman didn't have much, but she had everything. And she would take people off the street, men would come and ask could they sweep the front or shovel snow or do something for her. and she would tell them come on in here and take a bath and here's some clean clothes and sit down and get some of this stew that I had made you know feed people and me, me and my brother would be like who is this bum you know what <laughs> bringing people into the house and why are they eating food we might want seconds and thirds you know she wasn't having that so, um, you know, but she always helped people. So I think my, I, I watched her so much, um, you know, people in the community. When my mother passed away um, 28 years ago or so, she had a little book that she kept a ledger of all these people who owed her money. She loaned money all the time, 20 here, 50 there, 100 there. That woman never collected that money, but she loaned money out. People came, Miss Anderson, um, my bill, I'm short. Can you? She always loaned money. So I just watched such a phenomenal woman being all that she could be and the best that she could be. And I think I learned a lot from her. Um, the other component of this was that I, I had my share of things I did back in the day and um, I to this day say those people that I see incarcerated or drugged out I always say that could have been me so um, I think I was saved from those things I, I was saved from that life mm -hmm. And so um, it made me feel when God shown me my purpose, I felt obligated to do what I do because he kept me from so many situations. And I mean, I've had some. All right, on. 
Miss right, Robinson. Yes. Can you do can you do me a real quick favor before I ask you this yes. question and just tone down the music a little bit so we can hear you? Chuck. Oh. Yep, yep. We can hear it in so, over there. Oh, look, uh, I didn't know you could hear it. So yeah, look, hey, hey, so so look, we, we appreciate the uh the, the uh mood music. Everybody. Yeah. But uh <laughs> okay. okay, is that better? Yeah, yeah we good. good. We roll okay. good. So, Miss Robinson, again, like all the other other guys have said, thank you for taking the time out to join us and, and to talk about your program. So, one of the things I like to talk about is I heard the beginning, I heard your why. I want to talk about some of the impacts. You know, some of the feel good stories that come out of this from the individuals you have helped. What are, what are some? What is a story or two that stands out to you the most where somebody did a whole one eighty? And because of you, they've come back and thanked you countless times for what you do. I've had um, quite a few ladies from uh, Clayton Correctional. I would run into some of these ladies at regular stores. You know, people think that people who have been locked up and stuff look some certain way. They look like you and I. And they'd be shopping. Miss Robinson. Oh, you know, how you doing? A hug and embrace. I said, what are you doing now? I finished school uh, or got a degree. I work at such and such a place. Um, I'm married now. Um, you know, all sorts of phenomenal things. Um, short of trying to give these women's names, but there have been lots of women who really pulled it together. However, I still have ladies that went right back out there. And they just couldn't shake it. Um, I've had uh, a lot of ladies that um, come to the conferences. I don't know if Seth had an opportunity to meet a couple of ladies that were there uh, who had been in my program. Uh, so um, there's been lots of people who really made me to feel good about my efforts because a lot of times the people that you're helping in those capacities don't thank you. So you don't, you can't do it for you to feel uh, that there was the gratitude there. You, you got, you got to just do it because that's who you are and what's in your heart. But I have had lots of ladies that have came back and have really changed their lives, started up businesses uh, because I've been self-employed over 30 years. So um, I would give them insight on business knowledge um, um, and just, just life relationships. You know, people, I'm, I'm a biblical counselor as well. So people would contact me always about uh, their problems and things in their marriages and relationships. And I always, always, always took the time to help people through them. I, I uh, have been married for uh, 39 years. So um, I, I, I'm always trying to let people know that it's an uphill battle. You know, people think those that have been married for many years or in a relationship for many years, that it was always peaches and cream. Mm -hmm. 
And it's always a battle. And because I'm transparent, I don't mind sharing those things with people to help them to understand it's okay to have issues, you know, in in the relationship. You you've got to work through it. Now I'm not saying go through accepting abuse, you know, anything physical or nothing like that. But I'm just talking about just disagreements and when you feel like you've outgrown the person or you feel that uh, you're kind of growing apart. And I would always share those kind of things, but there's a lot of women that have made me so proud of them. Nice. Thank you. All right. Hey, uh, pop up, pop up Lily Wilson's uh, question. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so this is a great question right here from uh, Miss Lily Wilson. You mentioned readiness being a factor in deciding who to help. So what, uh, what does that look like when, when you feel like somebody is ready? You know, how do you know when somebody's ready for change? Like, well, uh, I got a caveat to that. Is there every time you, you, you're able to look at somebody and be like, you're not ready yet? You know what I mean? Or do you still try to give them the help that they need? Well, I think that you can visual aids is, is, is can be very deceiving, but I judge a spirit by the spirit. So most of the time I'm able to listen at conversation and what type of help is it that you need because many I have found that were in the street were very smart people very very smart and charismatic and they can get things out of people and you know I'm seeing I've seen people get things and take it right to the street and sell it to go buy drugs with and you know they can come with this this sobbing story. Oh, I, I really, you know, if you could help me with this or that, and and you could get taken advantage of. But because, you know, uh, uh, I was street smart myself, I was able to really, uh, you know, know when a person was sincere. But if it was something I could give resources, I've always been resourceful. So if if it, if it was something that I was able to channel them to. Uh, these big companies that, you know, disperse things out like, you know, Urban League or whomever, then I could channel people where they could get the help. If they wanted somebody to pay their rent, you know, I, I, I couldn't pay your rent. But, you know, I, I had resources of sort of people that could. So um, I, I would see, look at the situation very, very closely and then go from there. But I always have resources. Nice, nice. <clears throat> you know what? It's it's so important. It's so important to be uh, well grounded in the community. As I'm looking at the the comments and the loves, everybody, if y'all appreciating this show, please, please share that love. It's it's so nice, right, to see that um, the work that you have been doing has been something that the community needs and that you're still doing it and individuals can, um, you know, just continue to uh, go with that, you know, that, that same energy. So when you are feeling like no one is um, essentially picking up what you're putting down, right. If, if, or, or individuals feeling as though, Hey, you know what, Yolanda, you can't save the world. You you just can't do it out. You can't fix everybody. What do you say to those individuals? Well, I know I can't save the world, but you know, uh, every inch is a cinch and you reach one, teach one. And if you just keep 
reaching out to people and, and spreading the love. Uh, you know, I have young people now trying to uh, come on board, young women who are really wanting uh, this leadership for them because, you know, today these parents to these young people are kids themselves. So they're not necessarily getting the training that they need. So um, I try to extend uh, my knowledge, wisdom, and love upon these younger people today now because they're going to be the future. And somebody's got to pick this torch up. So um, I, I just I just keep doing what I do. And, I, you know, I, I tell people this all the time. When you love what you do, you know, this is a way of life for me. When you truly love what you do, you would do it for free. You would, you know, I know my worth and I could put a dollar value on things when I can. Uh, I, the Lord showed me how to create an avenue and means to make money. That's why I do conferences, forums, and seminars. But that that, that grassrooted work, I don't mind helping people no matter what the case may be. And I love what I do. I look forward to what I do to make a difference. You know, I, I say when I die, I want people to remember me as someone who made a difference in their lives, touched them, changed their lives, was the ear for them when they needed to hear uh, someone to listen to them for whatever that they were going through. Um, I wanted to to be such a great, because I plan to be cremated. So I want my children to show a video of, of a lot of the things I've done in my work and people's lives that I've touched. And that's that's important to me. Nice, nice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, if y'all don't know, you are on the Lion's Den with Seth and we have the magnificent Yolanda Robinson in the building. Y'all, yeah, yes, 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 yes. And again, shout out to everybody that's watching right now. Yes, yes, these are most definitely nuggets. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we have to take a pause for the cause. We're going to be right back. But while we're gone, Okay, and if you got to go and pay the water bill, go and do that. But make sure you are sharing this because this is some great information for the world, for the family and for even yourself. Right on. We'll be right back. One thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners. Think about it. The nice, succulent southern fried chicken, baked beans cooked to perfection, creamy macaroni and cheese, cornbread. You get the point. Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. Located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW Post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lions Den sent you. 
Monique Slater is a top negotiating, award-winning real estate agent in San Antonio, Texas. Her focus is on educating and empowering individuals on building general wealth through home ownership while providing exponential service with integrity and excellence. Although her heart is for serving first-time homeowners and the military community, her clientele ranges from $100,000 to $2.5 million. Monique has developed an awesome team that can get anyone into a home and has sold homes in less than six hours. After servicing the Air Force for over 28 years, retired Chief Slater has a massive network so she can connect you with an awesome agent anywhere in the U.S. And if you're in San Antonio or relocating there, give Monique a call first to help you find your dream home. Give Monique a call at 210-237-7268. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Seth with the Lion's Den. Are you or someone you know looking for a tool to help them be more accountable? Check out the Black Collar Mindset, the art of strategic thinking. It's a manual to help maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable every step of the way. Go to theblackcollarmindset.com to grab your copy today. Again, the website is theblackcollarmindset.com. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Let's get it together. Yo, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Yo, Herman, what you think, man? Yo, hey. When when you have people that's involved in the community the way that she is, you know what I mean? It's always great to hear. You know, you kind of just wonder where they came from and what brought them to that line of work. You know what I mean? Where did their passion come from? You know what I mean? Because like she says, you can't do it for the thanks. Right. Because a lot of people are not going to come back and thank you for it. So if you're doing it for, you know, the pat on the back or, you know, appreciation, then you're probably going to be in for a long, a long, sad time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what you think, man? For, for any woman to focus on developing other people, but especially our women and being from St. Louis, dude, that, that's amazing. Because we understand just what we see like those kids today or that woman don't know is the reason why. So she's standing in that very gap to help be influential and make a difference. Mm -hmm. So man, that that's definitely commendable. Absolutely. Larry, Larry, what you think, man? Somebody from your own neck of the woods, man, getting it in for years. What what you think about that? Yeah, man, I guarantee you she probably helped some of my folks, man, to be honest. Uh, but uh, I appreciate what she do. The gift of giving, the gift of caring, the gift of just being there for somebody else that you don't even know, you know, that's priceless. You can't put any amount of value on that. And that's, you know, salute and applause to her for doing what she do because mm -hmm. you know, she gets something out of it. You can tell she's passionate about it. It ain't got nothing to do with a dollar value. She do it from the heart. And we need more people like that. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. But go ahead, man. What's, what's that plug? Absolutely, guys. Gals, everybody that's listening in right now and those that are listening later on on the podcast, we need y'all. We requesting a special favor from y'all, and that's to click on that link, that YouTube link that he's about to drop in the comment section here in a little bit. And um, go on there and su subscribe to the link so that we can get these numbers up, one, and two, we can have multiple platforms to deliver this weekly content of great stuff that we do for you guys. So without your support, we can't be who we are. We're trying to continue to elevate that, that, that level of support and content building through multiple platforms. So go ahead. If you haven't done so already, hit that YouTube link, subscribe. And if you've done so already, thank you and keep plugging it away. Back to you, Scoop. Right. And also, too, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, if you're digging this show, 
Right on. If this is if if, if this is uh, making sense to you and you appreciate the content, make sure you look in the chat as well. You can go and hit a review and you can give everything that we that that, you know, show us that you appreciate us. Or you can also let us know what you would like to see in the future. Give us our stars, five stars. Of course, it's better than five mics. You dig what I'm saying? This is the way that you can do this. Let us know that we're on the right page. So bringing back. To the den, Miss Yolanda. There you go. There you go. There you go. Welcome back. Welcome back. Go ahead, knock it out, Will. Well, well, welcome back, sis. Um, you know we we, we 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 really on the same page. Um, I was amazed that you spoke about something critical as it relates to legacy. Is what you were speaking of. What do you want your legacy to be? Um, a lot of people don't think about those types of things, but it, it, it touched me because I, I can relate to that personally. When you talk about the term legacy, at what point did you realize that you were building yours? When did you give yourself your pat on the back? Probably when I saw the work that I put into my children. Um, I have a son that's 44, a daughter 36 and 130. I have five grandchildren. Uh, when my children left home, they stayed away from home. Uh, two daughters got degrees. And uh, my son is a working man who uh, holds his own. And um, they raised their children in such a profound way. I'm so proud of how they raised their children and it had to come from what I taught them and what they learned in the home. But they're wonderful, three wonderful people. Oh my God. And so um and I I I think Seth met all three of them at my conference in December. Uh, the, the conference was the Black Think Tank. It was profound. And I'm sure he'll share it with you all. Uh, the seven speakers and the topics. It was unbelievable. But uh, I saw what I did in my children. Then I started seeing in their friends, many of their their friends, I raised a lot of children in the community, meaning um, I was the parent in their lives. They came to me and asked questions and and uh, I always told them, uh, you know, this is how I did things with my daughters. And I expected certain things of them, even though they were my blood children. I expected them to act a certain way and be a certain way. Um, I used to run a charm school called Posh. So I had all of my children's friends pretty much in the charm classes, teaching them etiquette and class and Lots of things that I wanted those children to grow up as well, knowing about the how to sew, how to cook. You can't imagine how many of these young women today that don't know how to cook, sew, and clean a house. And so those are things that I was adamant about of teaching. And I saw it. I run into a lot of these children that were in my etiquette classes. And so I even see them come back. Many of them are professionals. And they'll come back. Uh, they want me to do a reunion, uh, bringing many of them together to have a reunion. So I just started seeing a lot of what I taught and put out there um, 
I love hard. That's that's another thing about me. I love I love hard. And um, I think that it just helps and cure all things. If you can just help people to find love in their hearts, to, to just love people, we wouldn't hurt each other so much. So, you know, I just start seeing things around me to be uh, people who would take in what I was putting out there. You know, you, you put good energy out there and you get it. So um, I think that's what I started seeing. Now, the ladies that I'm mentoring and things are phenomenal women. And um, I, I see a lot of things that they, you know, they pick, they take from me and they, and they apply it in their lives. And I'm, I'm just happy to see those things. I'm standing. I'm standing. Hey, Miss Robinson, you know, yeah. Missouri mantra is the show me state, right? You know how we yeah. do. You show me. We 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 about action. We ain't about all that talking, right? So yeah. with your organization, you've been doing what you've been doing for multiple decades, and I applaud you for that. But if you got this young pup listening to you talk right now, or someone that's been passionate over the years but don't know how to go about starting your own private organization or organization in general to help support individuals in need or whatever it is they're passionate about, tell us some networks, some websites, research, you know, things that they can do to use or use to get them started, to help get them to the level that you are. Okay. Well, first of all, it has to be passion there and a God-given purpose because a lot of people come up with other people's ideals and say, I'm going to do that. I can do that until they see the work that's involved. And I left making a very, very uh, good income. Uh, 24 years ago, I used to sell life insurance and investments for Primera. So I left an income totally, even let my license go to follow this vision and mission. So you better make sure that you, 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 this is a passion of what something you really want to do and not that you think that there's so much money in it. Secondly, uh, you've got to get your 501c3. Uh, that's not always easy to obtain. Uh, there are some people that uh, it could take a year or, or better because when they fill out those forms, if you're not saying the right things, um, they're not just handing them out like they're, you know, uh, giving out cheese. You, you know, you got to make sure that you handling the right thing, you know, saying the right things. Um, you uh, again, I keep pressing uh, passion, uh, purpose along with a good mission. You can't be all over the place, you know. Uh, yes, there are programs out here that you can go after to get money for uh, doing this or doing that within an organization of this type, but when you're all over the place, you're not really good at the one thing that God actually purposed you for. So I think that was one of the things about me. I just wasn't trying to be all over the place. People always, well, you didn't go after that money that they had out there. Did you get this? Did you get that? Um, There's dollars out there. Well, Seth, no, I'm not as computer literate. Honey, I wore him out trying to make sure I could get on this right. (laughs) And, um, you know, I just never had time for all of that because I never chased money. 
one thing about me, you know, when your heart genuine and right, and and God knows He's 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 in the forefront. Money gonna find you. You better believe that because I don't look broke. I know I don't. So, uh, and I don't have a rich husband. So, um, money will find you. Just like He helped me to create these other avenues to to be able to make money through my speaking. You know, um, um, that was a beautiful thing. I, I really thank God. I'm filled with so much gratitude. I thank God that he gifted me. You know, I never went to school to learn how to command an audience of three to 500 people of the, that I have done in the past, um, hold their attention and fill them with a lot of information and things that that people can use and, and want. Um, it was just, you know, a gift that God gave. And I rolled with it. You know, I never knew nothing about life skills when I went to Clayton to teach those classes. I did my research. I prayed over that thing. And I said, well, you know, I had to figure out what, what would I need if I was there. And so you got you got to do your homework. A lot of people jump up uh, wanting to do all these, these type of things until they get into it. And they say, uh-uh, too much. But uh, I tell you, you, you know, you, you better do your homework on it because it, it you got to love it. Mm -hmm. uh, matter of fact, we have a an extension to Women in Vision called a Kingdom Brotherhood because I had men that would come to different events and say, why you don't have none for us guys? We need the same information that you give to these women. We need it. And so I started bringing more things uh, involved with the organization that included men and uh and they were they were right you know we're planning probably uh in may i'm a, i'm going to do a forum um with panelists you know just similar to this but live and uh, i pray over my topics everything i i present i pray and say god give me you know, give me what I need to be uh, saying or uh, sharing with these people. And we're, that'll be an audience of men and women. Um, and so um, I'm leaning towards having all male panelists and men and women in the audience. Um, speaking on some things that I found to be major issues in our society today, and, and, and a few of them are like, uh, why men... Um, tend to avoid being married? Um, why is commitment such a problem? Um, is one woman not enough? Um, what are you men wanting when it comes to uh, you want the video vixen? Uh-oh. No, yeah, or do you want the woman that can, you know, cook clean and sew and and hold down the fort take care of you and and still try to keep herself together and raise kids if there's some you know what, what, what do you want you know uh so those are kind of be some of the topics and we'll have several cordless microphones for people to answer the questions and things and i think it's going to be hot mm -hmm. you know uh another part is you know, why do some of you brothers bring another ask 
the women to bring another female into the bedroom. <laughs> and then we got a big problem because now you like her better than you do the other one. Mm-hmm. And and the women are trying to please you. No. You know, I, I won't do anything for my man and bring this gal up in there and then, then what? So, you know, it's so many questions and ladies a lot of times will ask me about these things and I say, well, honey, I don't know. I got to ask some of these brothers or call up Seth because I've asked him about a few things. Yeah, I know one thing for me. I know one thing for me. I'm not asking no other woman to be in the bed with me and my wife. But that's yeah. that's neither here nor there. But question for yeah, you. Trouble. Yeah, and I, and I don't even want it. I respect my wife too much for that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's more enough woman for me. But um, you spoke about uh, teaching the class in Clayton before and working with professionals at the mm-hmm. same time, right? Mm-hmm. So you've, you've had uh, a big sample of what it is in today's society when it comes to teaching these, these women. You've had from the, uh, I, I, I want to use words lowest to the lowest, but you had people at their, at their very bottom to the people that people assume at the very top. What are some of the things they really had in common and what the big differences do you see in, in those two group of people that, that that they had in common that people wouldn't even think they had in common? Okay. Um, they, they had a lot of the same things as far as drugs, alcohol, abusive relationships, you know, uh, and I say bad check writing because back then people were writing checks and now they're doing the card thing. But um what was surprising to me, it was many of those women still thought they were better than the women that uh, were a, a step down from them, let's say, uh, that were street people or what have you. They still felt they were better than them. It was really interesting to me. Um, and, you know, again, because they had the resources to go get uh, help. You know, there, there's just a few places like basic uh, out here that would help people, women that were uh, drug users, and they would go through them programs and things of that nature. But the women that had money could go get private uh, doctors to assist them with their drug abuses. So um, it was it was it's totally different. It really is. And um I just felt that um, the, that's why my, my heart went out to so many of the women that couldn't afford those kind of things. And I understand why there was so much of them going back to it. You know, they didn't get the proper help. And, you know, it's one thing having these problems, these drug problems and things. And if you get the help, but OK, you still got a financial problem going on here. You, you know, the kids get taken from them. There's so many other components where the people who had money and proper insurance, they lose their family. So um, there, there's a major difference, major difference. But, you know, I would, you know, assist where I could is referring people out uh, places, Queen of Peace and Bridge Program. You'd be surprised those places there was. I would go and teach a class periodically at, um, it was on Union. I, I can't think what was the name of that one. But um, 
there was young ladies sitting in the class with a crack pipe with them. It, you know, they 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 in the class and still you know was using. So if it, it it's I'm telling you it's enough. I didn't had a couple of heart attacks. So I'm telling you, it's enough to make you lose your mind up in the air. But, you know, I just, you just keep, you know, doing what you can do. You know, you just do what you can do. And um, and that was it. You know, I, I I saw the differences, but, you know, I I'd made no difference. I didn't care what you had. You know, I would tell them, and men, you're no more different than, you know, my one of my ladies that's in my program that been in prison for five years. No different. You know, so, you know, I, I never looked upon the people any differently. Mm-hmm. OK, well, super, super dope. Look, so I want to say that. Um, <clears throat> so we appreciate you uh, being on, sharing your story and doing the hard work um, by being, you know, a part of the community and helping build the community better so what i'm gonna do is get uh let the brothers give their final word big will what you got man uh a lot of love for my sister yolanda you're amazing and definitely look forward to supporting your your continued work but well before you leave i wanted you to kind of share with the audience how do you build more of you because you can't help everybody as we talked before how do you keep sharing your legacy to continue on to help individuals? There's something I want you to think about when you share your last words for the show, just to kind of inspire people to follow your footsteps because you are amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, and all of you. I think the biggest thing for me is faith. I don't know where would I be without faith. That, that, that thing, faith is something because many times I wanted to quit. Many times uh, things got tough at home. And um, sometimes, you know, people just don't see your vision. And um, so that, that, that thing called faith is, 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 is tremendous. And I never quit. I don't know what I would have done without it. And um, I just, my prayer uh, has been, God, let people see you in me. That every time that I speak, you channel the words into me that you want me to use and share upon others. Because it's not about me at all. It's not about me. And so I, I pray that on a daily basis. I, I'm, a, I'm a praying person. Pray, pray, pray. And um, I, I, I had suffered from, have been suffering from some depression. And I have decided to seek help. And I want people to know this. That um, there's nothing wrong with seeking help. Especially when you are big enough to accept and understand that 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 you have an issue, a problem there. So um, I, I'm planning to do that because you know I felt myself declining, and and that happens. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm 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 good though. I'm I'm gonna get that help and keep moving and moving forward and I'm looking for you guys to 
come to St. Louis and we're going to, we're going to do some things because I just want to, you know, keep reaching people um, and, and push aside the people who want to hate because, you know, there's enough room out there for all of us. You know, there's no time for it. We, we, we don't borrow time right now. And uh, I've escaped death quite a few times. So uh, I just want to, you know, I stay in my lane and get in where I fit in. And I thank you all for this opportunity. You know, love you, you, you black kings. Right on. It was one moment. One moment. Go ahead, Big Larry. Hey, Miss Robinson, I just want to say, as, as the parting comments, is that to start my day off and to end my day, I like to listen to motivational speeches. Um, I don't know if you've heard Inky Johnson, Eric Thomas, Les Brown, and so on and so forth. Yes. But one of the things I've learned through their themes is they talk about finding your purpose. And you're a prime example of somebody who found their purpose and you went after it with all of your full maximum effort. You left a job that you was content with that was really good and to chase your passion. And so what I say to you, because I haven't truly found my passion yet, but I know I'm on the right path. All right. And I'm almost 40. So I thank you for sharing your story. And I will look forward to hopefully somebody somewhere besides myself got something out of this to know that it's okay to chase your passion. Once you find your purpose, you'll walk an ATM. You can generate cash flow once you find your purpose and, and you know, get to where you need to be in life. So thank you for sharing this story. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, first, first things first. I want to thank you for coming on to the show. And like what Seth said, doing all the heavy lifting out there in the community. A lot of people, a lot of people like to talk about what they're going to do, but they never really put their foot out there to go do it. And you have been doing that. Um, thank you for everything that you that you've talked about. But one thing I do want to I do want to mention and give a special shout out to is even a person like yourself that's been out there helping the world and putting all this weight on your shoulders. And, you know, unbelievably strong, recognize when you needed to get help for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you if you are able to do it, if you are able to do it, everybody else should, should look at you as an example. Like, you know what? This woman's out here moving mountains, but she still knows that, you know what I'm saying, it's okay to get help. So if don't nobody get nothing from this show, understand that, you know what I'm saying, you're never too strong to need help. Thank you very much for sharing with us today. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I will give you this last minute. If there was anything that you did not get an opportunity to say, you know, to women, to men, or, you know, just find out why they like threesomes or whatever the case it is. Here's your, here's your opportunity. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. It's okay. But listen, women like it too. Hey, whatever. Hey, but look, this is your opportunity for your final word. Um, I just would love to see our people. You know, we always say Black Lives Matter. Let it really matter. And come together and stop having to always be the head of everything. We don't, you know, everyone is not designed to run and operate corporations and be always out front. But get in where you fit in and support when you can because we don't have a whole lot of time here. Our children are growing up. These kids are being taught by videos and all kinds of sorts of things through the internet. And they are raising themselves and each other. 
And I just ask people to let's get in. Let's, you know, the old folks used to say uh, it takes a village to raise a child. And it really does. We have to be more involved and we need to be more involved in each other. And, and not just for a party, but, you know, for a celebration of life and to of encouragement and inspiration and stop stop all the bickering and fighting amongst one another. Um, I, I think that the sisters, you know, we need to get back to the sisterhood of supporting and being part of things that's positive. See, anybody, I can throw a party, a mean one, a dance all day long. But, you know, I, I like to do things that's purposeful. Um, Charisse even know, and Valerie knows, I host events for women to come together they may feel that, oh, she was just inviting us to come out and just have a good time, eat and have a cocktail, whatever. But they know it's always a purpose to it. It's always an underline about that sisterhood, strengthening, support, being an ear for one another, bouncing things off of each other. And that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on. But ladies and gentlemen, look, before we go, we got Big Herm got a special announcement. You ready, bro? Hey, so I don't know if a lot of y'all watch Netflix or the show American uh, Barbecue Showdown, but for our next guest, we will have the winner of that show, Miss Tina Cannon, to come on and speak about her experience to be part of a Netflix special and actually winning in a competition that's normally dominated by males. Still representing for Women's History Month, baby. Yeah, yeah. So look, yo, y'all make sure, y'all make sure that y'all um y'all here next week is gonna be going down. We're doing this all month. And so shout out again to you, Miss Yolanda Williams. Thank you. Yolanda Robinson. Robinson, my fault. You, I think that's a singer, man. I think was it Yolanda yeah. Williamson? Who was that? Gospel, yeah, a gospel singer or something? Yeah, man, I wouldn't know. No, no. <laughs> hey, shout out to everybody that's watching, y'all. Shout out, shout out to y'all. And listen, and we appreciate the feedback. Please make sure you give us a review and follow us because we got a lot more to share. We have a lot more energy and a lot more to learn, right? As men, as women, and as a community. But until next time, we'll holler at you later. Don't get left behind. Stay updated. Make sure to give a thumbs up and catch more on the Lions Pride Network, available on Roku and Fire TV.